0: Welcome back to Let's Talk Physical Media. My name is John, and I'm Faith. And we actually just got back from doing the Barbenheimer double feature. If you
1: can't tell what my pink.
0: Yeah, that's why Faith dressed like that. <laughs> this is me dressing up as Ken, actually. So.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have any Ken-like clothes.
0: No, I am his, not a Ken.
1: His go-to is a t-shirt, some ugly shorts, probably, and just a plain hat.
0: Plain hat it is. Yeah. And that's my distinct look. It's called the John Keith Fall Line. Actually this would be the summer line. This is the show where every single week me and Faith get together and we talk all things physical media, movies, physical media, movie adjacent, and really just whatever the hell we want to talk about for about an hour, and that's exactly what we're gonna do here today. Before we get into anything else, we gotta start the show off with some news. And we actually got a lot of Criterion news this week. They announced their October releases just in time for spooky-wooky season. Okay. So first up on the list, we're getting Video Drone, David Cronenberg's classic. I had a feeling this was coming because the Arrow Video 4K came out a couple of months ago. That was region B. You couldn't get that here. Obviously, the 4K is unlocked, but all the extras and everything are region B. So I couldn't get that here. So I knew that Criterion had the rights to it. They had released this on Blu-ray previously, so. So, no, I do. Very a very event- very t- yeah. All right. Make fun of me all you want. I fumbled through it and I got through it. But anyway, it's coming to four K. That's a big one for October. And then another one that I'm really happy about. You might actually know this one. You ever heard of the movie The Others, starring Nicole Kidman? Yeah. Haunted house movie with yeah. a great twist ending. Coming yeah, I've to heard four. Of it. You've heard of it? Yeah. You do you not like it? I just yeah it doesn't phase me the way well <laughs> maybe it will when you find out that it's coming to 4k from criterion ah, Ooh. All, all right well if you're gonna make jokes <laughs> and then i know you never saw this movie but it's really a good one don't look now it's a great 1970s horror film that stars actually Keeper sutherland's father who you know as well donald, donald sutherland, sutherland. Yep. yeah donald sutherland he stars in that movie. Fan- that's another one with a great horror ending. Probably one of the most iconic horror endings of all time. Okay. That's also getting a 4K release. And then we're also getting another movie that I haven't seen called Nanny. That's coming out. And then last but not least, and this is one I haven't seen at all. It's called Freaks. This is a five film. Freaks
1: go mad at night. What? Yes. What? What?
0: <laughs> if that's how you feel. Hey,
1: that's oh, from where? Fridays. Remember? Oh, was that Well, fun? I think it was Friday after next and oh. he's like, oh, I have six wives.
0: So this is called Todd Browning's Sideshow Shockers. One of them is the movie Freaks, which is very... It's very famous it came out in the 1930s. They actually used like real carnies, like real like disabled people in the movie that were working oh, wow. for the carnival and everything and they're all in the movie. Apparently it's a very strange movie, very uh, makes you very uncomfortable. I haven't seen it though. So oh, I'm, wow. I'm interested in actually seeing that and again, perfectly in time for spooky season. And then another thing, big news coming out. I think it's finally official official. We haven't gotten a press release yet, but on September 13th or September 19th rather, we're going to be getting The Exorcist on 4K from Warner Brothers in a steelbook And a regular version. That's good
1: for you. You you love that.
0: Love that movie. William Friedkin's classic. Uh, Obviously his best film, even though I do love To Live and Die in L.A., which I didn't get to review this week because the 4K hasn't showed up.
1: I know. That was... That was terrible.
0: I know. I was not happy about it since I pre-ordered it the first day you could. For I tomorrow.
1: wonder if they can give... Oh, well, you use points to buy yeah, it. I, I kind of have to say, wait for it. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I was well, getting it already. We're using credit card points. If you spend enough money and you accumulate enough debt, sometimes they throw you <laughs> a bone. And... <laughs> It's like getting comped at the table in Vegas. You know, you're sitting there losing all your money. But it's like, here, sir, here's your cranberry vodka. And I'm like, mmm. Well, it's worth it, I guess. (laughs) It's worth it, I guess. And look at that. Even though it's bottom shelf liquor. Still tastes pretty good. <laughs> the worst of the worst. I love cranberry vodkas. Don't you dare. They're gonna cream. give you um, what vodka
1: would they give you? They would give you
0: Georgie's. Georgie. Georgie. Georgios. <laughs> what Georg- the fuck is it? <laughs> oh my god. That's what they would give you for that. That's exactly what they would give me. Uh, another thing that got announced for 4K again. I, I don't. There's no official release on this, but I've been hearing rumors about it. Batman Mask of the Phantasm is supposedly coming to 4K, and I'm really excited about that. That's one of the best Batman movies ever even though it's animated that's still one of the best batman films ever released really gets the other batman begins that's the only one that really tackled his origin story and i think that one's a great movie so i'm really excited for those uh let me know if you guys are excited for any of the new 4k announcements we're getting a lot of them just in time for halloween that's what's really cool so we're getting a bunch of the horror 4ks still waiting for those scream factory releases and arrow video october releases we should get a lot more horror in there so Definitely looking forward to October. Oh, and suppose... This is a rumor that was floating around this week, but we got no official word on it, but apparently Prey might be coming a 4K Blu-ray. Prey was the sequel to The Predator. It was actually, actually, it's a prequel because it takes place way too long ago. I like that movie. Prey was great. It's probably the best sequel to, actually, uh, the to Predator. Obviously, the first Predator is great. The first Predator is great. The second Predator... you fucking out there, huh? Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> I you, you gave me the yips. <laughs> But Predator 2 was pretty good. That's the one that features Danny Glover in the the city. That one's great. And it's just that one's... It just goes a little too far. It's a little too far. It's a little too hard to believe. Mm. So that one's not great. Predators is actually pretty good. And then The Predator, directed by Shane Black, that came out like four years ago. Atrocious. But Prey, Prey is great. So I'm really looking forward to that. Hopefully it officially gets announced because that's a Hulu right to Hulu kind of release, so we never really did get a physical media release of that. That happens a lot. We still haven't gotten Barbarian on 4K or Blu-ray. We haven't gotten The Empty Man. So some movies just get stuck digitally. And I'm glad to see something finally getting a 4K release. Let's just hope those rumors are true. And that's it as far as new 4K Blu-ray announcements go. But me and Faith did just see Barbie, and last night yeah. we saw Oppenheimer. And Time you guys did already like know... we double feature. Pretty much. We took why, a nap you know. in between.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we slept, yeah. and then we went back to the movies.
0: Yeah, we literally slept. I shot my Oppenheimer review, then put that up and then we went to the movies, saw Barbie, and now you guys are seeing this. And by just this point grinding. Yeah. What did you say grinding by the light, yeah. would you say? Yeah, <laughs> just grinding here. Yeah, trying to watch all those movies and we had a good time. Um I personally thought that Oppenheimer was the better film. I gave that a 10 out of 10, while Barbie is a really good movie as well. I would give that like a 9 out of 10. That's still a very solid movie. I loved it. I really did enjoy it. But really, they already know my thoughts. What about you? What did you think of both of the so movies? So
1: I, I would give Oppenheimer an 8. An 8. I'm into things happening in a movie and i feel like oppenheimer was just like a flashback to this time to this time and it was and then it collectively made a movie not a lot of action not a lot well, it's a of historical it, epic. it is i know that yeah. but maybe that's just not for me yeah. i liked it's not a bad movie at all it was a good movie it was just a lot of dialogue um and I noticed a lot of people in the movie didn't quite understand. Yeah, it I didn't bring that up
0: in my review. Um
1: when they were when we were leaving we were hearing people say like, uh I'm I'm not quite sure what just happened or well, I didn't get
0: the ending. I yeah, they lot. didn't
1: get the ending but the- I mean, if you don't know anything about Oppenheimer, then you wouldn't understand the ending because it's all over the place. Um, but like Jay-Z says, uh, first they love you, then they... L- first they love you, then they hate you, then they love you again. And that's pretty much uh, the, story of, the Oppen- story of Oppenheimer. And, um, what's his name? Um, Michael
0: Jackson. <laughs> Same thing. They loved him, then they hated him. And then when he died, they, they loved love him again. again. Yeah, yeah. That's People true. forget before he died. There's a lot of shit going around, <laughs> and then South Park made fun of him. Everyone was making fun that's of him, so popping true. up in scary movies. Then he dies. And it's like all is forgiven. Yeah. We're gonna let all the stuff that happened go. Yeah, because,
1: because he wasn't proven and was, he made
0: thriller. Like <laughs> as long as you make thriller, that's true. Yeah.
1: But you know, there's a point though. He wasn't. There was no. It was never proven. Like it's different. Like well, we can't Valley, prove nothing now. He's dead. Well, you could still prove it. Yeah. But uh Gar like Kelly there's proof that he did this. Even though he's the greatest R and B ma- person to ever do it. He's a yeah, yeah, I
0: and mean, he should probably you stay know, there like, for the rest you, of his life.
1: Yeah, now. so you can, to a point. But you know, people are gonna love you, you know, if they and then if they don't agree what you do eventually down the line and then they're gonna, you know. Oh, Mm. sorry, we were
0: wrong. So Oppenheimer just didn't really work for you as much just because of the entertainment factor of it. Yeah, which I was saying in my review, too. It's not the most entertaining film you're going to see. You know, it's a lot of facts, a lot of... You know, that's a lot of just moving through. Which we love that. Oh, we do, and I, I, I loved every second of this movie. No, you. I was on the edge of my seat. You
1: loved it. Uh, I just think it. I thought it was beautifully shot.
0: Oh my god! See that on the biggest screen you can.
1: But Barbie
0: was also beautiful. Barbie was beautiful in a different way because everything is pink, everything vivid, bright
1: pink, beautiful,
0: dynamic. Yeah, you
1: know, and I that I loved it. I loved the entertainment. I loved the um, philosophical stuff in there. Philosophical
0: stuff yeah did th- i just say that you kind of said it you oh. fumbled through it but you said you did your best uh
1: i i, I loved it i love the idea of um how what the expectations of women are in this oh society. it's a very
0: political film and i could see that movie aggravating some people Definitely, because I know people. some people don't like to go the other movies and have a political message beaten over their head. But the movie also just it satired Barbie and Mattel perfectly. I mean, the movie was done to perfection. Everything mm-hmm. you could, that, that's the best way you can use an IP yeah. is like that. Something that's just a toy, but could have just easily been, very similar to the Lego movie, which easily could have just been an ad for Barbie, which mm-hmm. it is. It is an ad for Barbie, mm-hmm. but it's also told in such a fantastic story. I mean, the screenplay is so well written by Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig. It's just there's not many things wrong with the movie. The only thing is I can say it's like, you know, there's points in the movie where it would... (sighs) How do I put this? It, they could have cut some stuff. It felt a little... I did not see that at all. It wasn't even a long movie. No, it was not. a fifty-four. I 50 think four. everything
1: that was in the movie was... There was a point to there, it.
0: There was... You don't see anything where they could... I guess you're right. Now that I think about it. There were some points in the movie, though, where I was like, okay, maybe... like It didn't feel like Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer was three hours long.
1: And I felt that you way. You felt that length? Yes. <sighs> I kept on looking at my phone and like
0: saying... Oh, oh. wow, really?
1: Yeah, like, oh, God. Because I didn't... like A lot of movies that are long... I notice I I don't do that too. I usually just I'm so invested. But, you but this it. I it wasn't keeping. I know the story already. I kind of it's just retelling of a story.
0: It is, but it's really a character study of J. Robert Oppenheimer and everything yeah. that he represents nowadays, and like his life. Like you know, like it, it's a very meaningful topical story that works now. They're telling it's a cautionary tale of what we will do if we don't, yeah. <laughs> you know, get our but shit together. I think they both have their own well this was well, oh yeah barbie had its own views you know, on as everything a woman that and i love the the views about- of barbie were great i actually yeah. love that i thought that was awesome i loved uh i even like you know some of the attacks on men i felt that because a lot of it was true you know like men you know can be some uh egotistical animals mm-hmm. and uh you know got to be called out for it sometimes i know that sometimes you know you get in a pissing contest with someone and You just want to win, and I I, and you know it's not a logical way to think. And I like the the message of that in the movie. I love the feminist message of the movie. Thought that was great because
1: that's a true feminist message. You don't have to. You can be whatever you want as a woman. You if you want to stay home and raise your kids, you can stay home and raise your kids. If you want to go out and work and and aspire aspire to be more than go ahead and do that as well. Yeah. But there, there's not one one place. You you know, you see all these women now, they're getting surgeries on their bodies because they're not comfortable.
0: Well, yeah, and that was something that the movie tackled too because what does Barbie represent? You know, Barbie is the, and Margot Robbie is the perfect cast for stereotypical Barbie because she literally looks like what you'd think of Barbie. That's perfect casting, but it sets an unreal image of what a woman it can be. Like every woman is now striving to be that the perfect image of a woman. It's just unrealistic. It's the same thing for men, but men kind of, they don't care as much and, you know, they're not getting treated the way that women do because their looks. Because so-
1: women don't I mean, we do in a way sometimes, but we're not like we don't sexualize women, uh, men the way. Women. Not as
0: much as like we do yeah. with women. Women are overly sexualized. Like
1: uh, yeah, like you see some hot men in, in the movies and I they mean, have the shirt. In movies. You know, Jason Momoa. You know, the shirt off
0: Gosling had his shirt off the whole. Yeah, movie. but
1: I, I don't feel I, it wasn't sexualized. No, it's the not same. sexualized yeah. at all. No, it was yeah. that
0: was just his character. That was the whole point. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. he's just Ken. He's just a good-looking guy who's great at beach. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At beach, nothing. Not lifeguard.
0: No, no, he, he's he can't. Beach. He's not trained for that. <laughs> he's just beach. <laughs> he's just beach. Yeah. And we don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, there's some really funny jokes in there. Some fourth wall breaking. Some meta humor that I absolutely loved. Um, there was a joke in there about one of the Kens trying to overly explain to his Barbie the movie The Godfather and just saying how she's not interested, and I just felt personally attacked with that because that's. I feel like I do that to you. Every day of my life. Every day. Well, I want you to understand film. Like, yeah. I
1: mean, I, it, you. Okay, so one thing about you is you act like people aren't as smart as you sometimes.
0: I don't I'll ever act like that. Uh, I am not. This, I mean, I'm a genius. Like, don't get see, me wrong. This is the <laughs> ego that they were
1: talking about. You, you sometimes you do that. You act like people aren't as you know intelligent as you. I can understand that. So when sometimes you're like, did you understand that? I'm like yeah
0: i wonder if you get the deep meaning cause sometimes people like well, we were just talking but about how people seem to not understand it and i think the timeline, that's true that's true know, but
1: you should you married me you should know me i know you're intelligent
0: i get that obviously you made the smartest decision of your life when you chose to marry me right you can't regret that okay so anyway basic moral <laughs> <of> the- <laughs> Long story short, you should be going out to the theaters and seeing Oppenheimer and Barbie. But if you only have to choose one, for me, I would say go, Bar- uh, go Oppenheimer. For faith, I feel I like say Barbie. Go 100% Barbie, percent Barbie. Hey, I think we could both agree if you got time for a third movie. Why don't you pop in the Mission Impossible? Because they're to Oh yeah, add- add- I'm
1: sure you're. Actually, how
0: would you rank the three?
1: Ooh, I like Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible first. I really? Think. I think no. It's really close between Barbie. I think they were just two different movies. but I'm Oh, gonna, yeah, they're
0: very different movies. I'm just
1: going to say Mission Impossible because Tom Cruise is the man.
0: Oh, yeah, I get he it.
1: He literally, like, I just can't get past him doing all those stunts in those movies. Like, oh, it's I can't. just
0: unbelievable. It's
1: at 62, I think he is right now. 61. 61, and he's doing that. Absolutely incredible. Um, then I'll go Barbie, then I'll go Oppenheimer, but they're close.
0: They're all close. Like I gave a 10 to Oppenheimer, so that's my number one. I gave a 9 to Barbie, and I think I gave a 9 to Mission Impossible. So, but I think I would go Oppenheimer, Mission Impossible, Barbie. But if you're doing the double feature... Definitely see Oppenheimer first, then see Barbie, because you're going to come out of Oppenheimer feeling like he just got this shit kicked out of mm-hmm. you. And there's nothing better to do than to go the Barbie and just rinse that all off. You yeah, know? It, it
1: definitely is a cautionary tale. Yeah. Um, we are told, in you know, what news that we watch, we're told to dislike a certain group. We celebrate when um, we the military kill. kills. Yeah. and. To us, we're like, oh yeah, we're fighting against yeah
0: patriotism. P- p-
1: yeah, but you, there's innocent people that are getting killed. When you think about that bomb and how many people it really it, that it killed. Yeah, that we we go, like nine eleven to us is probably the biggest thing in a long
0: time. Well, to us the what there's before nine yes. eleven and after, and that was what over four thousand deaths. Yeah, and, yes. and Hiroshima and Nagasaki had. Combined, 110,000 deaths on the days it happened, and then the, the all the deaths that have happened after, and all of, just everything how that cities just have had to recover from. Like that. imagine you that
1: happening here.
0: It would no, we'd be wiped this, out.
1: This the society that we have here now would not cease to exist. Yeah. Japan, I, I'm amazed overcame that it. they did that. Like that they, they overcame that. Yeah, one Um, of the
0: jokes in the movie actually was... It was pretty funny, but it is very dark, is... The, gu- the guy making the decision on the cities that they're gonna bomb, he crosses out one of them because he ha- he went there on his honeymoon and he absolutely he vacations loved it. there. He vacations there. So it's like we can't touch that city because I like it, mm-hmm. but we can go kill these two cities. You know, we'll get the numbers we want. We're like bargaining in death, mm-hmm. like that's
1: we're, we're, that's and insane. Like, and <laughs> we're not political people.
0: No, no, we, we got are, another question about that very soon. You but know, yeah. we're
1: not, we're definitely not political people, but you know, it makes you realize that we are so we are all the same. We are. People might want to live differently than us. That doesn't mean that they're wrong.
0: No. We have to understand that as humans that we're fighting each other for really no good reason.
1: Like, literally, if there was aliens, they'd be like, you guys Uh, are idiots and should be wiped
0: out. We'll just wait a hundred years. They just found AI, guys. They just found (laughs) AI. You know how that goes. We saw this on Earth 47 over there. In about a hundred years wipe themselves out. Yeah.
1: Because of greed and Uh, power power. hungry.
0: Yeah, it's all the same.
1: But Barbie also spoke to that too. Barbie in a way of if women ran the world would it still be the same way? I have no problem being the first man. You know that?
0: (laughs) I have no problem. I'll hold your purse. I'll do whatever. I'll get out there in front of the mics.
1: We aren't quick to violence.
0: No, me and you are definitely We We
1: might be petty. We're very petty. Sometimes I've been petty in the past. I have. I've been guilty of being a little petty. Mm. I feel women are... are, we can take more than men. I feel like... and this is not... again, this is not sexist or anything like that, but it is the power of the ego.
0: Are you wearing a blue band-aid?
1: Yeah, why?
0: I just noticed I got it,
1: it from work. Uh. <laughs> um, it's the power of the e like of our ego, you mm-hmm. know. So men have a bigger ego than women. To me in my opinion. We have our flaws. We have so many flaws as women, you know, but sometimes I feel like these flaws come from us getting pinned against each other. You know, where you're not as pretty as as that girl, or you don't have as much money,
0: or you don't have. Oh well, that that's the humanity in things. You always want what you don't have, or then once you get something, it's the need to always keep increasing that. Like you never, we're never satisfied. That's human nature, and it's it's a flaw in us as human beings, unfortunately. Yeah.
1: But the fact that it pins people against each other it's is bad. Yeah, yeah. If we all, you know, if we all work together collectively. We can all live great lives, we yep. can all, you know, but that's just not how society's set up and it's out. No.
0: But again, we've rambled on a little bit about all these movies. <laughs> Go see all three of them and support your local theater. See them in IMAX, Dolby Cinemas, whatever you can because they're all beautiful, loud, and just great movie yeah. theater experiences. And you guys know my favorite place in the world is the movie theater, so... Go out there and help them out, and you'll enjoy yourself. Get some popcorn Big week for movies. Oh my god! Big they're, two weeks. They I were say. they're crowded too. They oh my
1: god! We went last night. It was n- and we went at ten o'clock. Oh yeah. There was
0: no parking. No parking today again. Yep, and that was at noon. Like yeah, they're crowded. So Down it looks Friday, like people yeah. Yeah, people are coming out. So that's awesome for theaters. Uh, ready to dive into some questions? Sure. So now the first question is from Rico Gomez and this is actually about another movie that's in movie theaters right now that's doing actually very well. He wrote, Do you plan on going to see the surprise hit of the summer, Sound of Freedom, at the movie theater? I I went to see it based on liberal media bad-mouthing this movie. It was good. It it was good. It's like the movie Taken without Kung Fu fighting based on a true story. Let's just get it out of the way (laughs) because this is like walking a minefield, this movie because there are two things that you should never talk about that are always going to piss off somebody else religion and politics (laughs) and this movie is the double whammy of that because this movie first it was filmed in 2018 so it's not even like it was just filmed it was filmed by 20th century fox at the time and then when disney bought them it got shelved uh the original creators of the movie bought back the rights to the film it was bought by a faith-based studio to distribute so now that faith-based studio distributed this movie and that's why it's out there in the world now the reason why you don't see marketing for it is because no marketing was paid for because that's that's not what they do it's a very uh grassroots kind of marketing and really that was jim caviezel who's the star of this movie who many people might recognize from frequency or the passion of the christ uh that guy is the star of this movie this movie isn't backed by sag and everything like that so the uh sag astra this is not one of their movies that's why he's able to get out there and promote it so that's if you've been seeing him on like the news and stuff that's why he's steady stands with his brothers and sisters who are on strike but this movie is a non-union movie. So then there's also the fact that this movie is about human trafficking, mm-hmm. which I've heard, you know, rumors going around that the reason why they don't want people to see this movie is because they people believe that people in Hollywood or, or higher up in government or whatever... Uh, support human trafficking now i don't know about all these rumors or like these QAnon ties to this movie i don't know anything about that Mm -hmm. me and faith just told you we we don't watch the news here in this household because (laughs) a just gonna piss you off and b you know who funds the news (laughs) like just think about that Mm -hmm. there's always somebody with an agenda and the news station's there to push that agenda it's there to make people listen and to manipulate your mind so we don't watch the news we try and only report the facts so the facts on this movie is it's doing pretty well in theaters actually it only had a 14 million dollar budget just crossed the 100 million dollar mark uh from what i've heard about it i'm not gonna see it in theaters but i wouldn't mind checking this out when it comes out on blu-ray or something like that uh, I've heard it's just a pretty good thriller. Like like you said, kind of like Taken. Um, I didn't hear anything bad about it. Uh, yeah, I didn't either. You know, the story itself, that's a very serious story. Human trafficking is absolutely horrible. I think everybody can agree with that. And you should be out there making sure that something like that doesn't happen. It's based on a true story, but as any movie that's based on a true story, we're just talking about Oppenheimer it's there also to be a film, so it has to leave with a satisfying conclusion. So, you know, there are gonna take some leaps and stuff on that. So you can always do some fact checking on that, but it is real story, you can check it out. But no, I'm not gonna be seeing it in theaters right now. Uh, you have anything you wanna say about it?
1: I, I'm not into the political um, portion of it, but if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, you also have to take movies um, with a grain of salt. Absolutely. and Because they can be extravagated. And a lot of times
0: Extravagator or exager- uh, sh- exaggerated. exaggerated.
1: Can we cut that? Cut that. Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> I'm leaving that in because I, I, I had my I was getting my words all jumbled up ah, earlier. You're, so. messing me up, you're messing
1: me up, you messing me up. Right,
0: I gave you the yips now.
1: <laughs> um Yeah, so it could be just blown out of proportion and a lot of times. People want to when it when it comes to politics, people want to zone in on one thing and forget about something completely different. You know, when we talk about human human sex trafficking or just trafficking in general, we have to realize that there's so many entities. You know, there's the churches, there's you know, there's so many things that are involved, and you can't just point it at one one thing. You know, if we really if we really want to combat this and we really are concerned.
0: Yeah, as human beings. Then we have
1: to put it all on the line yeah and just not cover up anything we got to open it up to everything and
0: yeah. not just the, the elites as they want to like expose you know yeah exactly so yeah just from a film standpoint that's what we do here on the channel is we talk movies we don't talk politics mm-hmm. but you know when movies do have some sort of political thing tied into it we'll bring it up we're not going to hide away from it yeah. but we were definitely nervous about that question because you know it's literally like walking a tightrope because you don't want to piss anybody off on either side or especially like and we don't even have just american viewers here we have worldwide viewers and they might not even know about our political landscape they might have their own issues in I their i mean own countries.
1: me personally i stick with my political views and i stand
0: on it so yeah i don't i'm not hiding for anybody. i'm not gonna hide my political views but i'm also just i don't think that this is the place to talk oh, about. oh yeah it. absolutely you know like this is an escapism kind of channel mm-hmm. like you can come absolutely. here absolutely feel safe and no but matter if you, you, you ask are. me i'm going yeah to no eat. if you come out and like you were to message one of us and you wanted to talk about it not going to lie to you either. So it's just, I don't know if it's the right place for it, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. If that makes sense. So thank you, Rico. That was a great question. Really do appreciate that, buddy and we're going to go on to our next question and this one is from rogue One 667 seven what is your most wanted 4k so we've actually talked about this in the past my most wanted 4k is the terminator big jim cameron could get me that on 4k whether it be from arrow video criterion i don't care whoever wants to release it that's the one i want that's my dream 4k at the top of my list. One day we'll get it. At <laughs> number two, though, right under that is Chinatown. I love Chinatown. I'm surprised. I thought I... they had one of those. No, it's what? not on 4K. It's on Blu-ray. Oh. I actually have a nice steelbook of it. Uh, but I've always wanted that one on 4K also because that's just such a beautifully shot movie. The California has never looked so beautiful. California. Beautiful. <laughs> California. Ooh. No, knows no how, how to part. party. <laughs> California. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, that's a great question. I do appreciate that. What is your most wanted on 4K? I don't care. And they don't care about you. <laughs> How's that
1: sound? That might have been rude. Was that rude?
0: Yeah, it was a rude, Faith.
1: I, I mean, I don't... That's not something that I collect,
0: so... Mm. But you support a collector.
1: I support you. I support you in everything that you do as oh. your wife. But I just... That's not something I'm into. Well, I'm embarrassed.
0: All right, our next pa- Our next question is from Diane Fabajanek. And it says best. Uh, you know that is right.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: best movie, best sequel. So I guess obviously you guys know my best movie, my favorite movie is The Terminator, and it also happens to have one of the greatest sequels of all time in Terminator Two.
1: I know mine already.
0: What is it?
1: In Command and In Command Two.
0: <laughs> I actually—that's not what I thought you were going to say. But that is a good one. I think Anchorman 2 gets a bad rep. And it I don't, does,
1: and I love it.
0: It's such a funny movie. I love it. Why I, don't people like that? I don't know. They. I've seen it on lists of some of the worst sequels ever. What? Yeah, people don't like Anchorman 2. I know oh, we have a great time. Oh, people aren't uh, funny at all. People yeah. don't know comedy. And uh, speaking of which, of Will Ferrell, he was in Barbie, and I felt like we were getting that old Will Ferrell in there I love
1: when he does those. Those,
0: you know, those these, silly little Those over exaggerated things. I love him. I love it. Yeah, love it. Man, that was perfect. Perfect casting of him in that movie. But uh, Anchor, me. I thought you were going to say Legally Blonde one and two, because I know you're a No, open.
1: I don't like Legally Blonde two. Really? I love Red, Legally white, and blonde. blonde? I love the. Um, what did she say? Oh, you look like the 4th of July makes me want a hot dog real, <laughs> real bad. <laughs> I love that. It was a, not a bad movie, but I'm not going to say it's my favorite
0: movie. I've actually realized something about myself. I I always find the original to be the best. It's very rare that a sequel is better than the original. I don't think I've actually encountered oh, that.
1: true. No. Bad Boys Two is better than Bad Boys One. No, it is absolutely yes, not. It no, is. it is not. To me it is.
0: No. Bad to Boys me. Two is good, but Bad to Boys me. One is a classic. But don't you me. dare. Badmouth Bad Boys to One. Me. Okay, well it's fair. I will support it's my you. My opinion. I will support you and I will love you regardless. <sighs> it's frustrating though sometimes.
1: How can you say it's not? I
0: don't know. Okay. Okay. Well, next question. (laughs) Great question, Diane. Uh, and this one is from my buddy Shamrock balls and he wrote, Hey John, I hope you are well how about james cameron films and then that's he's referring to our live stream which we did yesterday so if you want to check that out and also a question for faith apologies if someone has already asked this but what's her thoughts on the terminator franchise and does she respect your favorite film as i know some people in my life don't understand my love for jaws lol okay so (laughs) it grew on me it grew
1: i respect his love for it the movie actually totally grew on me the first to, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is kind of lame. And then the second time, I'm like, I think I wasn't paying too much attention to the movie. Maybe that's what it was. Mm. The second time, I really paid attention to it, and I was like, this is cool. It's a great so I, th- I really like Terminator. It's yeah. probably, it's it's getting up there for me in good movies. Like, I will never say it's a bad movie, ever. What about
0: the rest of the franchise? Like um, seen- I
1: like T2, too. T2,
0: but that's okay. about it. Well, you did see Terminator: Dark Fate in movies.
1: I did because I was I was forced to.
0: Yes, and, you didn't, and you didn't love it, huh? No, I no.
1: Know. I think Dark one Fate. and two. It's original. Mm,
0: okay, you know. that's fair. But I think Dark Fate is actually pretty underrated okay. in myself. But I mean, I would go one, two, Dark Fate, um, probably at number three. I, I mean, after Dark Fate, where do you go? I'd probably say Salvation, then three and Genesis is atrocious, so Mm -hmm. it's the only one that stands out. But I'm glad that you respect your husband enough (laughs) to like (laughs) The Terminator because... I do. I mean, it is a masterpiece, and you don't get many masterpieces, you know, especially some that feature Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, whatever you say. All right, it is what I said. Um, And we actually got two questions that are kind of similar to each other, so I'm going to ask them... I'm going to ask this one first, and then we'll get into the next one. One of the worst movies you've seen in theaters and you left halfway.
1: We've never left the movie.
0: Never, I've actually never left the movie, even as a kid. No. Um, I have... Because you know what? I spent money on that movie, and I'm yeah, going to get I'm my money I'm going to see it through. And also... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes a movie could be so bad, but then the ending could actually leave you thinking like, hmm, yeah. what I see was good. So if you leave halfway... You know you never know maybe it saves itself maybe it recovers you know are you going to get off a plane when it's about to crash or you're going to see it through and hope it doesn't that's a tough question what
1: movie have we left and we're like this was terrible
0: well the most recent one was morbius that oh yes oh my gosh atrocious and actually the worst movie i ever saw in theaters and i haven't revisited it and i i've seen scenes from now i'm thinking i really do owe it because i think i saw it too young but angley's hulk i had such a bad experience in theater seeing that okay way every year that was like oh three i want to say it was 11 so that's probably why
1: um people love this movie though so Midsummer.
0: Midsummer, i love that movie
1: people love that movie but i left like i wanted to leave that movie i did not i wasn't entertained i i was just grossed out I know the whole movie and it's, it's not a movie that i would ever go back to which is
0: crazy because you loved hereditary
1: i didn't i liked hereditary oh, so we're
0: just not on the same ariostic yeah so. yeah
1: i think the ending of hereditary wasted my time
0: yeah i did mention that in my review of hereditary that you uh, don't love the ending of it i think you wanted a more ambiguous ending than yes. having this left like giving you every answer this
1: like cult a religious cult that Uh, takes over your body and like come on like cults are cults
0: they're not good like just be a cult. Why, why did you have to yeah. bring in the. Listen to her, guys. If you're on a cult, <laughs> know where you stand in line, all right? Know your boundaries. Don't overstep. Come like, on. now you're bringing in
1: supernatural <laughs> things. Like, be a cult. Like, if you're just going to live on a freaking. Uh, what are those things called? Like, the big lots of land. Oh, my gosh. Like a compound. Sanctuary, a compound. Yeah, like, just it. live on a the compound. The Branch Davidians
0: had a compound.
1: Yeah, like. Just live on a compound and do your thing that you want to do. Who cares? That's your personal. buy
0: arsenal weapons. That's but
1: it. then, <laughs> I can't wait. Mm. <laughs> but then it brings in the. Um, outside entities in it and I'm, I'm not entities into, i'm not really into it
0: so I, I get that listen i understand that completely uh, so what i got out of that is you don't want to go see the real Midsommar festival no no okay well i will take that down as a note and i'll put it into consideration so that's the worst movie i that we've probably seen it is i really don't like Midsommar as much as i did i was just Shocked,
1: like uh, you know, my sister. She's a huge like horror person. Like she loves all types of horror, and she said she'll never rewatch it.
0: Really, I have it on. I Blu-ray. think that's what she you said. You know, it's so funny. I have it on Blu-ray over there, and Uncle V sent that to me. Really? Yeah, that uh, was a gift.
1: Of course.
0: From Uncle V. Yeah, no, that's that literally that fits the brand. A hundred percent. He also sent this to me on Juliet. Yeah, he's a good guy. I gotta review midsummer. He,
1: he gives me all these creepy movies. He's a good guy.
0: He's a good guy. <laughs> I like him. All right, and then to tie into that, our first Kevin L question. We always like to end the show on his question. So, what are your top three and bottom three chain reps? Okay, this is not that one. Hold on a second. Hang with me, one second. I'm hanging. All right. Uh- Best and worst movie theater experiences, not just in terms of the quality of the movie, but the overall experiences you have. Mm. And actually, I had an experience this This year we both did. Did you? Oh, yeah, we had a couple, but I had one with Matt, where Matt actually, for the first time, made me feel like an old man, where he had to get up from his seat and go yell at a bunch of kids. (laughs) Shut up! Like they literally came to the movies and had a conversation. That's That's it. The whole movie. I know it is because Matt. I know, you guys remember Matt. Matt was not, I told him this when we left. I was like, you know, you were one of those kids, right? Oh, he was totally. Yeah, he was. was, uh,
1: (laughs) When I hear stories that he's done, I'm like, how can you yell at these kids? You were these kids. Yeah,
0: life comes full circle. Karma. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You better not have kids. I'll have a son like him. I know. (laughs) I know. But that was a bad one. That was earlier this year. I just, I don't understand. Like, that's, don't come to the movies and talk. If you want to talk, don't go to the movies. That's not the place for. It. if you want to whisper to each other, I'll whisper with faith, you know, like point something out, but keep it within the area. Don't speak at regular talking levels <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> the movie. I don't understand. There's other places for that. Go to a bar or a restaurant where that's really welcomed. Not the movie theaters. There's there's you know what? There's two places where you're quiet at movie theaters, and I don't recommend this one, the library. But you know what? <laughs> I
1: don't recommend <laughs> <laughs> Oh, You're funny. i
0: a funny guy. The mm-hmm. worst
1: place on earth. Like Ron Swanson.
0: <laughs> when I was a kid, I went to the library for one thing. To rent movies. <laughs> First time I saw The Terminator was a movie theater rental, uh, but which one were you gonna bring library, up? Library, you mean? Library was a movie theater. It was a the library <laughs> is the first place that I rented The Terminator from.
1: Shut the fuck up, man! <laughs> what are you doing? You're one um, to suck. So yeah, I know I messed up a little bit, but um, the blackening this year was terrible. Oh my god, I forgot about like, that one. We So you. <laughs> It's at night. He picks me up
0: because he works oh, so 1 it, to 9. He, no, no, no. I, last, I asked to leave work early. Yeah, I work 1 to 9.30, so usually I go see the movies after, but the movie started at 9.30. Mm-hmm. So I went and picked her up all the way from our house, drove all the way to the theater. We spent $34 on concessions, which I will never forget. We bought tickets to the movie, mm-hmm. and about halfway through the movie, somebody set off the smoke alarm. Now, there is no fire. And they all know there's no fire. But it they, happened before. Because this is it's apparently a pandemic in there. And everybody so, Epidemic. Epidemic. Pandemic. <laughs> same thing. Anyway, it's a big problem with this theater that even people in the crowd are like, oh, I work here, this happens all the time. Why does this happen all the time? <laughs> somebody's setting off the smoke alarm so that the fire department comes all the time? That's not something that happens all the time. Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? (laughs) Because that's stupid. So anyway, so halfway through the movie, that's it. The movie's over. So there's just a guy handing out tickets, which I guess makes up for it. Kind of. But, you know, I spent all that money on concessions, and honestly, I don't want to come back here again because I'm very disappointed. So, yeah, that was a bad one, too.
1: You know, I was telling my story and you just, like, jumped in. I hijacked it. You hijacked my
0: well, it, story. I'm a better storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is.
1: <laughs> he has the better, better palate.
0: <laughs> I'm a much. They want. They want me to tell stories. <laughs>
1: Why am I here? Am I just like a?
0: Oh, you're my hype man. Flavor Flav had a job for how long? Chuck D you did all the work. <laughs> <sighs>
1: you might not be seeing me anymore, yeah. guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, continue with your story. You told it! All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing left to say. He <laughs> literally told the story.
0: All right, Leia, relax.
1: And that's twice.
0: What else did I hijack? I didn't hijack anything. Watch the video when you got it. All right. What was uh any other terrible experiences in your life? That was my story. That was your story. That's and it. I'm sticking by it. All right. I don't know if I've ever had too many other. Oh no, we had another... We had that happen to us when we saw The Conjuring. Remember the thunderstorm? Was that in Quorum? Quorum, yep. The Thunder, but that one we were able to finish, but we had to wait like fifteen minutes, and we got free tickets. But yeah, a thunderstorm took well, out the Well, we power. have free
1: tickets here, but we don't go to this theater. We have the AMC Stubbs pass, so it's like
0: yeah, I know that that one was. I did we use just- one of those free tickets to see Insidious there, though. Oh,
1: well, okay. At least it worked out in your favor.
0: Yeah, so it kind of worked out a little bit there because Showtime Cinema starts if the movie says nine forty-five, starts at nine forty-five. Mm-hmm. AMC says the movie starts at nine forty-five starts at 10.20. You gotta make sure that you get the four ads for the theater itself. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, Nicole Kidman there to let us know. <laughs> she makes, she me- makes movies better. <laughs> 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 All right, on to our next Kevin Owl question. This is the one that I screwed up on, I was about to ask. What are your top three and bottom three chain restaurants, not Ooh. fast food? So obviously that takes off the table, the first one. Taco Bell, which would have been number one, obviously. Well, Roof Cruise is
1: technically a chain. Oh, technically. That's a
0: cheat, you know. It
1: just- is, so I'm going to put that because that's top of the line.
0: Yeah, I guess that can go up that pretty high. Then
1: it would be Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory
0: is my number one. That is definitely, because honestly, Cheesecake Factory is just all around. It's just because it's a chain doesn't make it the best. It's the greatest restaurant And other than Taco Bell. Then I would say Bahama Breeze. Bahama Breeze? Is that even a chain? Yeah. All right, so at number one, I would definitely put the Cheesecake Factory. Surprisingly, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings used to be one of my favorite oh, yeah. chains, and they've kind of fallen off, so I'll put them at number three. <laughs> but then at number two, I'm going to put Outback Steakhouse. Um, they've fallen s- off too, though. As long as they have the Walla Walla pasta, or at least a, a variation of it, which is just basically fettuccine alfredo, but really spicy. Like the- go- and the Bloomin' Onions I think
1: what happened... This is what I think. That we all, we feel like things fall. I feel like when we were younger, our palate was different. And as we get older, we're like, this is not really that good.
0: This is not what I remember. Yeah. yeah. Which is actually surprisingly because of my bottom three. I'm going to put number one. The last three times that I have actually gone there have been pretty bad. I know what you're going to say. Applebee's. Applebee's. Yep. yep. I'm not eating good in the neighborhood no, lately. No. So I, I don't know what happened. That one, I've just, every time we've left there. It's bad. Like the last two years, I'm like, and they screw up the order so much. If you work for Applebee's, I'm and sorry. And they're rude to us. They were rude. They were very rude. I don't appreciate <laughs> the rudeness. It's been a long time since I got thrown out of an Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Applebee's is full of rats.
1: <laughs> um, I don't
0: know. Friday's is still good. Friday's is still good. Chili's is still pretty good, but they're just not There's top the on
1: I guess they're going to be the
0: worst. Ooh, yeah, Applebee's is the worst. Is there any other change? Oh,
1: you know who's down bad? Red Lobsters.
0: Red Lobster. It down used be bed.
1: Key- It used to be the good one.
0: Second best biscuits of all time. Oh, now they're down. Now they're down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've uh, they've fallen apart. Uh, up here in New York, uh, Friendly's are still great, even though they're just not doing too no,
1: well. No, they're not. They're not that good. The ice cream. I'll give them the ice cream. The ice cream. They'll they elevate of some of them. A practicing with that ice cream.
0: They did. They did. <laughs> So, yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a fair point. Actually, a guy who watches the channel, this guy, Dean, um, he always gets his ice cream first before he eats his oh, food. that's was, smart. Because when he was a kid, he couldn't. So, you know, oh, as, an adult, <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> the
1: things that we do yeah, as that, adults now.
0: Isn't that crazy? That's something that we have, we have to live up to. It's like me eating a whole
1: bag of gummy bears.
0: You do. I uh, I called you out on that when they were talking about someone having a bad day eating a whole bag of gu- but Starburst. But I don't
1: just eat the whole bag.
0: I share it with you. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, a share yeah, bag. Yeah, it's a share bag. It is a share bag. We're a family. We share here. I get that. I totally understand. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I can't think of a bottom third because I I'm just a really big fan of chain restaurants as it is. I'm usually it takes a lot for me to be disappointed in a good chain he, restaurant. So
1: one thing about John is he's um, a a person of habit. I am. He loves the same things. He'll eat the same things. So it's hard for me to to get him to try different restaurants because he's afraid. Oh, yeah. He's afraid that he's not going to like it. I tried, made him try uh, a restaurant by us, Maggie's.
0: Maggie's uh eatery. Haberdashery. No, it's Maggie's Eatery. Gotcha. That's it. Okay.
1: And you liked it.
0: Oh, I did. It was great to make a good steak sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So try it. I got you to eat West Indian food.
0: Love West Indian food. You mm. never had it before me. No, I didn't because who was going to show me? I don't know. Yourself. You go, that's what you should be doing. I don't have the greatest eyes. I'm not driving down a road that I'm like, oh, look at that little place in the middle of a shopping center. I don't see the shopping center. So how am I going to see the place in there? <laughs> I can't. I don't know, you know? That's just, that's an issue I have to live with.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like you see the big name brands. You're like, okay, that's They that. put a
0: bright, glowing neon sign out for everybody to see. And I'm like, holy you
1: shit. literally blame your eyes for everything
0: i do yeah i know well they are at the greatest
1: yeah but you, yeah. Oh. Well, you could do your own uh yeah. google i'm a googler like uh, okay i want latin food today the best latin foods in, in
0: 20 miles from me okay now now you're asking me just to put an effort in <laughs> this is your life You should be putting effort into all
1: things that you love. Well, when it comes to food, food is something you love.
0: I do love it, but like I said, I found my favorite food at a very young age, and I stuck by it for all these years. If I,
1: if this was a, it is a job, but if I could get a job as a person that just goes to place to place to eat and try food, like a food critic. I would love that right so, let's talk
0: food the new channel oh my god new can channel fall 2024 that? yeah can we <laughs> fall do 2023 that? can
1: we like set up a camera and we try new foods there's a camera and right we're there. to- <laughs> but you can't be scared to try things like if, like i know you don't like olives but something has olives you're gonna eat it
0: i'm gonna hate it you know that olives the grossest but, it thing doesn't, ever.
1: but try things so, like when i went to europe and i was in greece I tried like grilled octopus. I've never had that before, and I, I know I might be like my palate might not be that big, but to me that was huge because I've never done that. Like it was f- real octopus. It wasn't calamari. It was like real octopus. Um, when I went down south, I tried alligator. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, I try. I've been trying to do you know there's certain things I won't eat. Like I know I don't like sardines.
0: Never had them. Like
1: no. it's too fishy. I don't like that really overwhelming. Salty, salty and fishy taste. Um, I get that. Yeah, you know? So I don't like sardines or anchovies or anything like that. Anchovies. Yeah, but, you know, I, I'll try mostly anything. Okay. Mostly. That's fair. Just don't tell me what it is, then,
0: so. If you, don't if mean, you want, so you're saying to lie to you. Yeah. All right. Well, we got two more questions from Kevin L. And he said, How would you rank the following movies Halloween, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream, Candyman, Mm. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1974, The Exorcist, and Child's Play. Okay. So, let me have... Let me see. Sorry. Okay. So, number one for me is definitely Candyman. So,
1: you just had to jump right in front. So, I'm going to go with number one, Scream.
0: Okay. My number two is going to be A Nightmare at Elm Street. My
1: number two is going to be Candyman.
0: All right. All right. My number three would be... I'm going to go The Exorcist at number three. I'm going to go Halloween. Okay, wow. And then I'll put at number four, Scream. Then I'm going to put, what am I on, four too? Yep. A Nightmare on Elm Street. All right, all right. Number five, I didn't say it yet, Halloween 1978. Um, And then I'm going to go with Child's Play. All right, that's your number five. My Mm -hmm. number six actually would be Child's Play. Mm Mm-hmm. And then what's your number six?
1: I would say it's The Exorcist.
0: Okay, that's fair. And then we have the same number seven. Texas Chainsaw Chainsaw Massacre. We are very similar. We are. You know, I'm actually... You know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, when Matt was here, Matt loves that movie, but I've never loved that movie. I think the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too, is a much better film.
1: Okay.
0: But, you know, I mean, I get why it's that... That's
1: not my favorite movie.
0: That's really what influenced Rob Zombie, you know, that down-and-dirty Texas feeling, that summer heat. Like, I get why... The sweat. The sweat. I mean, it's... It's gross, and it's a good horror movie. Don't get me wrong; it's well made. It's just not my type of horror movie. It's not even my type of slasher, really. Yeah, that's um,
1: be- my slasher is technically bas- Halloween. Wait, okay, so Candyman is counted as a slasher?
0: Technically, right? I think supernatural.
1: Supernatural, right? Yeah. But so is only Nightmare on hit- Elm Street too, though.
0: And the fir- that one's a slasher, but though, because like, Candyman okay, only okay. kills one person. Yeah. Well that we see. He kills other people, but he only kills one person. He kills the comes through the see, Yeah, he, he comes through the window, slits that guy from as he says from gut to go it. But
1: Fred is not a real thing. He's in your dream. So isn't that supernatural too?
0: It is, but it's a supernatural slasher. He's a hundred percent a slasher. He follows all the slasher tropes. So does Candyman in a way. In a way but I I don't ever think I
1: think it's I think you're thinking of more like a bigger picture. It's it's more of a
0: message to Candyman. Yeah, but there is he is a slasher though. I guess technically, right? We have to be fair. Yeah. So. All right. Moving on to our last Kevin L question. He said, how would you rank the following actors? Denzel Washington, Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, Jack Nicholson, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro and Daniel Day Lewis so you're gonna go first okay so first my number one of all these guys I'm really doing I really want you to do Jack Nicholson number one. Oh, I didn't see Tom Hanks Tom Hanks yeah, is number one yeah I was just
1: gonna say yeah, that yeah
0: I didn't I missed it Tom Hanks would be number one for wow. me wow
1: this is really say. hard
0: he's like listed like all the best every, actors
1: every oh my god Denzel
0: Denzel's your number one yeah so then Jack Nicholson now he knows my number two then I'm going to say Jack. Then you're going to go Jack as your number two? Mm. Okay, this is where it gets really hard. Know. Denzel at number three for me. Then I'm going to do Tom Hanks. That's your number three? Yeah. All right, at number four, I'm going to put Robert De Niro. Okay. How would you put
1: I'm going to pick Tom Cruise. All
0: right, that's your number four. Yeah. Number five for me is going to be... This is how you read the following actors. I'm going to go Daniel Day-Lewis. Okay. Because he's one of the greatest actors ever, even though... You no, know, he might not have as many films, but he has won three Academy Awards. Okay. And he's phenomenal.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go with Robert De Niro.
0: That's your number five. Mm-hmm. All right, then my number six, and this might be a surprise, is Tom Cruise. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Al Pacino. Okay, Al Pacino's my number seven, and you know, look at this list. Somebody had to be last. Yeah. Al Pacino, though, the reason why I put him last is. There's some gaps in there. The 80s, for example. Like, he had Scarface in the early 80s, and then really kind of teetered off in the off until he got to, like, the early 90s with uh, Dick Tracy, Godfather Part 3, Carlito's Way. But really, you know, the 70s and 80s, other than the Godfather... The 70s, he's phenomenal. That's obviously his best decade. But the 80s there, kind of a gap, Whereas all those other guys I felt like never took their foot off the gas, especially Hanks and Cruz and Denzel. Since the 80s, they've just never stopped. See,
1: Denzel solidified that with malcolm x for me that's his absolutely best i think he is malcolm x in that movie
0: he is that's his best performance so, but um i did a short review this week of flight which i think is also one of his best loved pe- it nobody ever talks about that movie but
1: that's that's what i'm saying he has he's so underrated so i mean he's he's put on a pedestal let's be honest oh he is but he, is. But he, he deserves it he's but he is kind of underrated people don't talk about a lot of the movies that he's done I feel like Malcolm X doesn't probably get brought up a lot.
0: Malcolm X doesn't, and it should, but that one's just always gotten scanned over but training day i also think gets overrated overrated already. yeah So, but like, i
1: don't think it's overrated I, the last time i saw it i enjoyed it just like the first time well
0: like it. i said i don't get caught his up on i don't get caught up on denzel it's ethan hawk in that movie that i, I don't know I don't, I and like i love, love ethan hawk the actor it's just for some reason his performance in that movie just doesn't work mm-hmm. he's really my biggest turn off of that movie and mm-hmm. i love i do i love i think he, he's sinister is one of the most underrated horror films ever the mm-hmm. before trilogy love him, but he doesn't work for me in that movie. Mm.
1: I like Tom Cruise a lot, so... You know.
0: I mean, he's I Tom to Cruise. I, I respect he's the man. He is. I, there's I love,
1: nothing else to say. It's a
0: joke on the channel that, you know, I have a crush on Tom Cruise and it's just because he makes such entertaining movies and he's a great actor. He risks... I'm sorry, like, the guy makes movies he's, easy to he's rewatch.
1: passionate about it.
0: Oh, he loves it. That's, that's all he wants to do.
1: That's something that I admire. Somebody yeah. that... Takes his job seriously.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's what he wants. He wants to be an actor. He wants to make movies. He, did, he I don't know what he'd be like if he couldn't make movies. I don't mm-hmm. know what he's doing right now. He's probably so fucking bored. He's yeah. probably losing oh, his mind. Oh, after
1: this? Because they're on
0: strike. Yeah. I heard that he was like asking if he could still promote Mission Impossible and stuff. And Oppenheimer and Barbie. Because he just wants people to go to the movies. And they told him no. But like he's also... He didn't
1: need to promote it. People were going.
0: Actually, uh, uh, they didn't do that well. What didn't do that? Mission well. Impossible.
1: No, I'm talking about Barbie. Oh I'm yeah, Barbie. I'm
0: curious to see how this box office. Yeah, starts. I don't, don't think I need ones. anybody.
1: But Mission Impossible, I think it did well as well. I, you, the thing is, is it was movie back to back. So like he could have had a long stretch if he didn't put it didn't come out last week.
0: Yeah, well that's the thing and he, that's why he wanted want either Barbie or Oppenheimer to move because A now lost all its premium theaters. It made money, don't get me wrong. It's just for the amount of cost to make, that's where it's always against. Because yeah. Oppenheimer costs a hundred million to make, while Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Park One costs two hundred and ninety million dollars to yeah. make. And you need to double your budget to start turning a profit. Yeah. So, you know, all Oppenheimer needs to be profitable is two hundred million while Mission Impossible needs close to $600 million to be a mm-hmm. profitable. Well, that's what killed Indiana Jones, The Flash, Fast Axe. Although Fast Axe did great internationally, so it doesn't have to worry. And which is where Mission Impossible also makes a lot of its money. Mm-hmm. And that's what I okay. So, you know, a little bit behind the scenes on the box office. But so anyway, oh, that's I all. Promise. I believe it's... What
1: was that? I was just
0: trying to make a joke for you. <laughs> so I want. So I just want to make sure. I thank uh, also besides Kevin La, like, thank Wahoo o one two zero who actually oh, asked hi, that per- he asked the first question about. Uh, our worst movie theater experience so oh, that everybody was
1: a, that was a good question yeah
0: so everyone who asked uh, questions this week we did get a lot of them i like
1: these cup questions yeah
0: they were great we had a uh i definitely really enjoyed the questions enjoyed just talking with you this week i thought we did uh thought we had some fun i enjoyed your presence <laughs> did you <laughs> i did Aww. i'm gonna keep you this I'll week. Come back. yeah you get another week you earned it wait are
1: we am i here next week
0: uh, yeah next week where's I the am. week there's a week that fate's not gonna be here she hasn't figured it out yet next week actually i'll announce it here but i also would have already announced it but there will be no live show next week because uh matt's wedding's next saturday oh yes yes so that's what we won't be here but you know regular show so make sure you guys leave questions comments topics for next week's show down in the comment section below also just you or you could just wait till the wednesday post where i'll ask you guys to leave them there but then while you guys are down in those comments tonight make sure you like this video subscribe to the channel Mm -hmm. get out in those streets. And tell your friends about us. Yep,
1: tell your friends.
0: We'll be seeing you around.